millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby and this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Myself and Annie were joined by uh, Randy Caddick, Rob Lewis, the sole member of the Tartan Army who's over in Sri Lanka watching the game from the fort in Gaul. He had some uh, good news from the England camp and he'll be telling us about that. Uh, also, we spoke to Ali Ross. We think they should be casting their net a bit wider when it comes to recruitment, the uh, Scottish national team. And Ali discussed some of that with us. We had a bit of a chat about various things reflected on the weekend's football. And we brought you a special Don't Ask Me head-to-head. Max Rushton versus Andy Jacobs. Here it all is. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, Paul. And uh, not much to say about the uh, big match yesterday. I thought the most exciting thing was when the ball went flat. Very yeah. exciting for, for relatives of the late, great Charlton keeper Sam Bartram. When the ball did the same thing in the 1946 Cup final. It's one of those games where you start nice. thinking about that. It was just nothing in the game, was it? It was no. sort of a huff and puff. The final ball from both teams was poor. I, I, think, I, think we, I, I, I think Dave Kidd in the Sun was making the point today. We have reached the stage where we, you know, we build these matches up and invariably they disappoint because there is so much. For the same reasons we build them up because there's so much at stake, we get the performances that you'd expect. Because there is so much at stake, mm. you get you know, very cautious performances generally. But I think a lot of the football is a bit... Mm, it's a bit ho-hum at the moment. I mean, all right, you had a nice win yesterday and a lovely goal by Ndombele. But uh, apart from the Wolves uh, game, which was a terrific game, most of the games were kind of mm, so-so. Leicester-Southampton wasn't a bad game. Yeah. But, uh, I yeah. think players I mean, are getting a bit leggy. I think it's yeah. understandable. I also think, yeah, I also think I'm, I'm, I'm being coloured by the fact that Chelsea performances I mean that was a win but if, what I describe as a poor win I said to myself what a poor win that was really I mean they, you'd they, you'd take weeks. a poor win rather than a good draw though wouldn't you I mean oh no you would take a poor win over everything but you know the, the fact is he had two weeks to prepare the team for that apart from the you know the Morecambe game and they just look so none of the players are playing well Pulisic what on earth's happened to him and I think one of the worst things is that Chelsea's best player in the last in this terrible period has been Hudson Adoy as soon as he came on he set up the goal. As yeah. soon as he came on, he looked lively. So he should be starting. And I think there's a problem. I think the dressing room look at a manager. When a manager doesn't pick the people who should be starting, I think that's a problem for him. And I don't think it's right. What, you have, know, what, this, what have you made of Tamori out of interest? It's, it's, well, I don't it, get that either. I don't it's understand. Weird, isn't it? it does seem yeah. very strange that he was you know, getting games and, and Frank took him at Derby. And, and, and Yeah, and he was doing well. Then he got picked by... You know, I'd, I'd have tried him at right back. I mean, the idea that Aspilicueta was so lucky that Robinson did that to him because yeah. otherwise they probably Fulham would have won. I mean, he's just running past him. You might as well have Gemma Collins playing a right back. <laughs> I mean, he's been great, Aspilicueta. But the he's, GC. he's Yeah, but I love Aspilicueta. But I looked at him even before last season, the end of the season before, thinking he's... He, 
he's gone. You know, he's, you can see his legs have gone, and he, he, so many players have just run past him. And he's a clever defender, so he sort of try, can ca- yeah. cover it to a point. But if he's got somebody doing that, that like Robinson was, it's dangerous. Robinson wouldn't I have come just, out of that challenge with the GC in quite the no. same shape, I don't think, would he? <laughs> exactly. And Werner, I mean, it's just uh, even Tony Cascarino in the Times today saying, you know, there's just been a whole history of he thinks he'll get sold in the summer. Torres, Shevchenko, Mutu, Kazaragi. There's been a lot of strikers bought at Chelsea that just haven't worked. And I, I thought the miss was one thing. The worst thing was this touch from Hudson Odoi put a lovely ball into him. Wow. And talk, talk about a poor touch. I mean, you just look at it and think. That is not not good enough. Well, look, really. you won, Andy. I'd love to know how you felt if you'd if you'd uh, if you'd lost. But uh, well, you yeah, did. But you, uh, know, you know that feeling when your team yeah. wins and they're not very good. It's, no, it's not, you worry it's not about satisfying. you worry about what it what it means as well. You know, I, I did like this story though from uh, from Turkey. But I'm sure Andy Brassel will talk about this. The team that wore all white in the snowstorm. You've yeah. probably seen the footage. It's absolutely incredible story. And it, and we would have been enough to know about that story without the usual Twitter reference. No newspaper writer now can put write about anything without referring to Twitter, what somebody on Twitter thought about it. Yeah. So in this case, it was Merv Karmaz tweeted, oh, Casper mode on and posted a picture of the friendly cartoon ghost. Who cares what Merv Karmaz thinks? Who well, is Merv Karmaz? Do you care about Merv Karmaz and what he says? Uh, maybe Merv's out there. wants to stand his corner. Thinks he's got something to say. Merv, get in touch. I, I just think we've gone mad. Do you know what I mean? Nothing. You can't write about that. It was a good story anyway. It didn't need yeah. Merv Karmaz's Casper the Friendly just, Ghost I mean, comment. I, I feel a bit sorry for Merv Karmaz. He's been picked at random from people who commented on it. Merv Karmaz didn't want this level of fame. Merv Karmaz didn't want to be ridiculed on national sports radio. Radio, did he? Merv Carmes didn't ask for any of this. <laughs> he it's, it's quite a fulfilling <laughs> name to say, though, Merv Carmes. <laughs> it is. Yeah. He shouldn't have even tweeted about it, really. I, that would have been the best bet. I'm sticking up. Oh, Hashtag. I don't know what he thought about the ball Merv. going flat. And he, yeah. Like, well, I think he went down the Sam Bartram. <laughs> Everything we talk about this afternoon, I'm hoping Merv Carmes will comment on. And we'll see what Merv Carmes made of it. Uh, anyway, I've yeah. got a couple of things for the listeners to get okay. going on. And uh, one of them involves an Orient striker on the score sheet uh, at uh, the weekend and it was our old mate Lee Angle and so um, we're looking for some, I think I mean Lee's obviously doing rather well he's scoring goals yeah. for Leighton Orient he's professional football that's fine but he may fancy some work in TV yeah. So I thought maybe we could come up with some TV formats for Lee Angle, and uh, I've, I'll kick you off with a Q Angle, which is a kind of, it's a sort of Love Island style show. It's a Very sort of sweet. dating show, you know, or like The Bachelor, where he hands out a rose at the end of um, uh, of each episode. That'd be good, yeah. That's quite nice. I've got yeah. Angle Poise Lamps, which is oh, where good. Lee spends some time with a Chelsea manager and turn out learn how to carry himself like Frank Lampard. That's quite nice. Angle Grinder. I'm leaving. Okay. I'm leaving that about, at the moment. I've got no, I'd, I've got I'd no also, format for that. I'd also leave Angle with the Dangle. As yeah, well. yeah. Angle of the da- Angle of the Dangle. Yeah, that's 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 very true. Okay, well, just some of the things I'll kick you off. Talksport.com, text eight ten eighty nine, tweet T S H and J if you want some TV formats. And also poor timekeeping tells. We are going to have a chat with uh, Mark Housey. Paul Tierney. I, I mean, he had a good game because he didn't have anything to do because there was nothing really going on. So we wouldn't mind some poor timekeeping tales, whether that's in sport or otherwise. If referees have blown up. Like with about 15 minutes left, I've had a complete ar- uh, aberration. <laughs> ridiculous. I mean, it would be, but it must have happened. Or no, just but Danny, Ke- Danny Kelly floated this ages ago. He's right about time key. He thinks it's the 
next thing that, that will be taken out of the referee's hands. They don't get it wrong very often, though, do they? I mean, it's not... I mean, of all the things they need to sort out, IFAB... We don't. We need a hooter probably less than we need anything else. How often is this an issue? But I mean, I know no. it's often an issue where you feel like you've not had quite enough injury time in a match. But no, I take I take Danny's point. I think VAR's complicated it. Yeah. Um, should just say hello to uh, Rebecca Lowe who's listening uh, in America. Oh, is she? She's preparing. Afternoon, yeah, Becky. She's preparing for afternoon. She's preparing for the Arsenal Newcastle game. Yeah. She's very very happy to hear about Merv Carmez tweeting about the white shirts. Well, that, <laughs> that's marvelous. Yeah, halfway through. <laughs> broadcast tonight, uh, Becky, uh, for NBC Sports of all the Premier League coverage. If Merv Carmaz gets involved, it might put her off. I'm a bit worried. It might be a simple go, Becky, or he, he might, I don't know. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. We've been keeping you in touch with the uh, tale of uh, Rob Lewis, also known as DJ Randy Caddick, who went to uh, Sri Lanka to watch England play last year. But of course, uh, the, uh, the virus meant they couldn't go, but he just decided to stick around till they could actually turn up which was about 10 months later um, he has been watching the games from the fort in Gore, we watched the uh, test and um, when Joe Root raised his bat with his double century he saluted uh, the England teammates and then turned, a very nice touch to Rob Lewis, the lone Barmy army foot soldier up there on the fort to thank him for his support then he, at the end of the test match uh, he gave him a call and uh, we'll give you a little flavour of that now, courtesy of England cricket Nice to see you finally up on the floor, on the floor. Well, I, that's why we've come over. Just want on behalf of all of the lads. We, we really appreciate your support. Oh, good mate. I'm glad you've enjoyed it. Um, we've certainly enjoyed you being there, supporting us, uh, singing your heart out as well. So, um, look forward to, to more of it on Friday. No, we heard it. We really appreciate it, mate. It's um, it's an amazing effort. So, thank you very much. Yeah, nice touch. That's lovely. What a lovely touch. Let's check in with Rob. Good afternoon, Rob. Good afternoon, gentlemen. You must have been chuffed with that, wouldn't you? Oh, mate, yeah. I, on top of the world. <laughs> it still, still isn't really sunk in today's event, yeah. <laughs> and uh, raising his bat to you as well, that was a pretty special moment for you. It was, it was, yeah. Um, just like realising that, like, uh, I mean, I've been in crowds when they salute you and there's a lot of people there, but when it was just me, uh, it was really quite touching. Um yeah, a very special moment indeed. Quite a lot of the Barmy Army England songs are sort of call and answer, aren't they? Which is difficult to do for one man. So uh, how, how have you found your way around that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. Um, well, the everywhere we go one, I saw everywhere we go. And then the crown. And there's, there's no one, so there's a little bit of a pause. Yeah. And then people. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not easy. Um, we do need to bring the fans back because we can hear my voice is a bit coarse. Yes. And I can't be doing the singing for everyone for, for much longer. Yeah, it's amazing that that they could hear you as well. And did you have any problem with the authorities? Because there was a thought before the game that they wouldn't allow anybody to go on the fort and watch the cricket. Um, I've had plenty of trouble, yeah. So on day one, I got up there nice and early. I spent two hours putting these three big banners up there, like five metres by three metres. Um, so that was, that was quite a task. Uh, I then belted out Jerusalem as loud as I could. Um, but after that, it went a bit pear-shaped. Like, the police just kicked me off. They weren't happy at all. Um, and then after another hour, they took my banners down, which I was pretty heartbroken about. I spent the next kind of two days walking around the ground looking through fences, 
going to the police station, trying to get permission. Uh, I even dressed up <clears throat> as a construction worker. I put a hard hat and a high vis on. Snuck <laughs> onto the floor, posing as a construction worker. <laughs> Got caught by the police again. They, they said, uh, they said, why are you dressed like that, mate? And I went, I want to work, site, like safety first. <laughs> <laughs> they, started, they started laughing. They said, oh, you really want to watch the cricket, didn't you? And I was oh. like, yep. <laughs> uh, so they let me watch the, the evening session of day one, which was nice of them. But oh, then day cool. two, they were just weren't having it at all. Like, I couldn't get up there seeing Jerusalem. So it wasn't, they were like, don't come back. It was terrible. And then um, luckily I got managed to get put on a, uh, a media list through various contacts and phone calls. Mm. Um, so I managed to get up there for the end of day two and, yeah, since uh, day three onwards, I've been, wow. I've been perched on the fort and the view's been, like, <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, you posted um, a video of yourself singing Jerusalem, and uh, we're going to play a bit now. All I would say is just start in a slightly lower key, Rob. I mean, <laughs> I, a, we'll play a bit now. I think I think you've just started in too slightly higher key. This is this is the, the, the bit towards the end. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite windy as well, wasn't it? Yeah, it just the passion's there. The passion's there. No regrets and all that. Just yeah, start. Be a bit baritone when you kick it off, and you'll be you'll be hitting those high notes at the end. No danger. So, oh, so what are you what, what are you going to do about the second test? More of the same. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, uh, um, there's a rumour they're going to let media into the ground, and whether I'm still media, I don't know, but that would be good if I could actually get inside somewhere. Uh, if not, I'd be happy to be on the fort again. Um, it's a shame I missed quite a bit of play on the first two days, messing around trying to get in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's just, just hope for more of the same. Uh, it's, it's, quite, it's quite good fun doing it on my own. But I do miss, I do miss the fans. Like we need, I need, to, I need help, as you can see. Yeah. It got, it got a bit nervy, didn't it? Towards the end, the close of play yesterday, a couple of wickets. We thought, oh, no, surely not. Although, hadn't Sri Lanka a couple of games ago been out for seventy three on this pitch? So you start to think, oh dear. But you know, fair play mm. to Johnny Best, and especially Dan Lawrence, a you know, young player. A lot of pressure on him to see that game out, and that was impressive. I thought. Yeah, it was it was remarkable. Um, unfortunately, our openers aren't, aren't doing too great. Their confidence levels aren't great, so they disappeared. Joe Root's run out was uh, very wasteful. But um, yeah, Johnny Bairstow looked very focused. I didn't think he looked in trouble at all. And the same could be said for Dan Lawrence. He actually just looked like a experienced, composed player out there. So yeah, um, a lot of kudos to him for, for on his debut. And uh, that was Root's fifth run-out in the last three years. Fifteenth time he's been involved in a run-out in Test cricket. Oh. It was mad. I mean, yeah, Rob's right. It was a really wasteful thing to do. But anyway, he did well enough in the first innings, so that was nice to see. Yeah. Um, so you're confident for the second Test, Rob? They, they are looking pretty decent, aren't they? But, I mean, you know, we, we've seen they've got a bit about them, Sri Lanka. They did well to, to get back into that game and, and post a lead, didn't they? Yeah, it was nice to see some fight. Um I'm, I'm in contact with Mickey Arthur throughout, throughout the test as well. Um, and he was obviously fuming after the first couple of days. Uh, I saw him on the balcony. He's a very emotive guy. 
Um, so, yeah, it's nice to see them fight back and uh, make it a bit of a contest. And you kind of set that up nicely for the next test because, uh, yeah, a bit of, there's a bit of a momentum swing and we crept over the line. But, uh, yeah, it could, uh, could, be, could be a good contest the next one. Excellent. Well, look, uh, let's hope you get in on Friday. If you can get in on the media list, all the but there is something quite nice about doing it from from the from the fort, isn't there? A bit of a distance. I mean, it, I, you're probably quite enjoying the fact that you're doing it in a sort of guerrilla type way. Um, I'm not enjoying it. Sunburn. <laughs> 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 my back, my legs are pink. I forgot to suntan lotion on yesterday. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> but other than that, yeah, it's brand new. Yeah. Brilliant. All right. Cheers, Rob. We'll catch up with you again, no doubt. Thanks very much. Nice one, gents. Rob Lewis yeah. there, England cricket fan, the sole Barmy Army member in Sri Lanka. Um, it's definitely a bit of weather there. Yes, it's very, Gra- a bit, of, a bit of weather in that pitch. There could be, yeah. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Now, uh, a mixture of uh, the virus and a few false starts and a few issues. I think uh, there was an issue over a work permit meant um, that uh, we hadn't really seen the best of Alexis McAllister in a Brighton shirt, but he had a very good game against uh, Leeds the other day and we're, we're starting to see why they wanted to bring him in, backing up what Tim Vickery told us when that uh, transfer was first talked about. Uh, he is an uh, Argentinian international. He's won a couple of caps, which is a blow to the Tartan army because um, his ancestors come from Fife. So he effectively really? could have chosen he... Scotland. Yeah. Uh, joining us now, we thought we would ask a Tartan army foot soldier whether Scotland should be doing more recruiting in uh, South and Latin America. It is, uh, of course, Ali Ross from The Sun, their fine TV economist. Hi, Ali. Hello, Paul. Lovely to see you. Does it, I mean, still, you don't, I'm trying to think, there's been many over the years, Scottish players who've not had Scottish accents. I mean, there's been a few. You still are a few. You've obviously yeah. got Lyndon Dykes at the moment, who's a proud Aussie. His parents, though, are both Scots. Yeah, so it's, it's, mm. it's not quite so tenuous no. with him. There's, there's a, a kid called Jack Harper, yeah. who was born and raised in Spain, but both his parents are. And he's kind of been on the fringes of the under-21s and that sort of thing. I think he plays for Get Aff. Oh, right. <laughs> get get, get Aff. they're called in Scotland? <laughs> get Aff. Get Aff. Yeah. <laughs> at, at the moment, or somewhere like that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, it crops up. 
there's a guy called Byron Hutchison who does a very fine Twitter account mm. all about Scots abroad, and he's unearthed some real obscurities. There is a guy at Atletico Bilbao at yeah. the moment whose mum or dad is Scottish. Right. Uh, and, have ever, and the Scottish or the Scottish, have I ever moved on any of these recommendations? I bet you a pound to a penny the fans are way ahead of the SFA on that one. <laughs> we, we will know about him before they do, that's for sure. Yeah. It is amazing, though, isn't it? Because so many Scots in... Uh, I'm reading a bit about it today. So many... They ventured there uh, to Latin America 1540, which might be pushing it a bit. But 1825 was the, the bulk of the kind of Scottish emigration. Uh, uh, and so, you know, there will be a lot of players in of Argentina and Brazil. I mean, pretty decent football countries you could, you yeah, could yeah. mine for the Scottish team. Uh, from an ethical point of view, I'm not so sure, Paul. But yeah, yeah, I, I, I get. <laughs> I got really excited about about yeah. that. I ignored the picture of the Loch Ness monster and more messy than Nessie. And I, I was about ten paragraphs into that before it sort of dropped the bombshell that he's already played twice for Argentina. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Sebastian shame, really. Coates, the Uruguayan. His, yeah, his dad is a Scot. I think could. Yeah. So they're trying to put it but off the semi Well, isn't they call him Quartes. It's a bit like Nicky Banger, Nicky Banger. You know, well, I'd say just, more yeah. than that to put us off the yeah. scent. <laughs> there's, there's, there's groundskeeper Willie from The Simpsons. <laughs> yes, that, that's, you don't want to be getting a case of you that. Know, the, but there was the odd, there was the reverse one of Trevor Stephen, who played, who was English, who played for Rangers and speaks with a Scottish accent. If He's I'm, from Berwick. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah, right, he lives right on the border. Yeah. yeah. I, I. I'm not generally in favour. I think the grandparent rule should be abolished and. Uh, all residency stuff should be got rid of as well. It should just be about... I, I look born. at the rugby team now and I think, well, the results have improved. Is, is that really Scotland? Yeah. I think the last Rugby World Cup, only Argentina had a homegrown team. Everyone else had plundered Yeah. Uh, New Zealand or the, the South Sea Islands. Does it mean South more, you think, when it's, it, it feel, you know, they feel homegrown? I mean, obviously you've taken players who've got Scottish ancestry yeah, yeah. but sound English. There's been quite a few of those, hasn't there? Oh, hey, Matt, Matt Ritchie recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, if someone like Matt Ritchie retires from international football, everyone immediately says, oh, well, it didn't mean that much to him. I don't know Yeah, is the only truthful answer to that. I'm just dead against the grandparent rule. Scotland have suffered the reverse as well. Mm. Two very high-profile players have decided they're Irish. They're not. And we wouldn't have a cricket team if we had... No, let's uh, not True. dwell too long <laughs> on that, of course. Yeah, there is, I mean, looking at Scotland, though, going forward and in, in the European Championship, they've got some very good players. Yeah. I mean, We were running through some Gilmore. names earlier McGinn. on, weren't we? Good yeah. side. Tom, McTominay yeah. and again. Yeah, yeah. and uh, two world-class and left-backs, which is a bit odd. It is, it's weird. The last yeah. time we played you... Every member of that defence was left-footed. Yeah. <laughs> Martin Tyler suddenly had to point. There's something weird going on here. Um, and, of course, Andy Billy Gilmore, who I'm yeah, still very, good player. very excited about. Yeah. How yeah. he should be playing. I mean, I think he's much better than Jorginho. He's got so much more energy and That's good to hear. You know, passes the ball yeah. forward. You know, but there you go. So we, we have got a couple of guys. Um, hmm. Central defenders were short and a, a really regular goal-scoring centre-forward. Although high hopes of Lyndon Dykes. He's good. I think Lyndon Dykes is He needs someone to yeah. play off. Yeah, yeah, he played well in that big game, the but playoff game. Charlie yeah. Austin seems to have helped him out at QPR from what Graham Ray tells yeah. me. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. Big QPR fan. Yeah, yeah. that's right, yes. Um, the um, the other thing was you had those players that became more Scottish as they played for Scotland, like Stuart McCall. I mean, when Stuart McCall, 
Uh, whenever he was playing like for Bradford, he sounded yeah, like yeah. he was from Yorkshire. But whenever he played for Scotland, he came much more Scottish. That's, that's where my rule falls. I, I think someone like Wayne Rooney, mm. he should just play for Ireland. He looks, <laughs> he looks thoroughly Irish. <laughs> so you base it all. If you're in charge of FIFA, you're in Fantino. What you look like? He yeah. looks a bit Welsh. Yeah, I, I'm always getting area. mistaken for a German, so I'd quite happily fly. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit of glory hunting. That would be. <laughs> that would be. It, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I think, say again, looking at the Scotland and that game against England is going to be a cracker. I mean, if you you know you've got a good side and you add into that uh, that, that bit of needle, it should be a cracker. Oh, it should be a hell of an occasion. Let's just hope we're all there to well, enjoy it. Uh, if 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 it's, it's, well, if it's going to happen without fans, we haven't had a chance to talk about this yet, Ali. Have you got tickets for games yet for uh, Euros games? I have got one for the. Croatia game and I think I've, I've got a promise of one for the Czech game okay well I don't want to worry you but Euro, uh, Euro 2020 ticket holders will not be entitled to receive a refund if games are changed to new venues for reason of force majeure a clause <laughs> in the contract which uh, frees one side from liability when an unforeseen act of God uh, happens means that so if they decide to you know for whatever That's reason it, yeah. yeah they might switch it somewhere else hey, look, and I, you I, can't get your money back I paid £400 once to see us lose 6-0 to Holland so <laughs> nothing will be as bad as that that is, that is tremendous dedication yeah <laughs> well done so are, you, are you're back to, uh, the Collins back tomorrow Ali is back it? tomorrow yeah uh, started again last week so it's a bit of a struggle at the moment what have you focused on mainly what's the, the masked singer and Oh, the Mars singer yeah, Glenn, Glenn Hoddle. Hoddle. Glenn Hoddle. Hoddle. I was the grandfather it, clock. He yeah. was getting a lot out of that show, wasn't he? he was, yeah. He said, I'm, I'm back. Not a bad voice, though. I mean, uh, Crooksy right, told me years ago that he had a very good voice. He used to sing it in the shower he at Tottenham. thoroughly so. enjoyed his stint in the grandfather clock. Oh, yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> it was a, I, I mean, like that show more than I should. Really, I, I you're a fan, yeah? I, I can't help it, yeah. Yeah. You didn't like per- Pooch Perfect, which I, I did not, Andy. Yeah. You like that? You hated it. I, don't I like, do. Yeah. I don't like people doing that to dogs. I mean, that's not. It's a bit it's weird. Not what, isn't it's not it? what it's about, really. <laughs> You've changed. Andy. You, should have, yeah. you should have seen what this bloke did to a poodle. That was ridiculous. Yeah. It made him look okay. absolutely. What, 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 he, he, grooming it. Yeah. What was the, what they do? They yeah. sort of give it pink hair and everything. He don't want to be. They just have to make it look like a teddy bear or something. They're given a description. Don't do that to the dogs. The indignity. If only they could speak. What are you doing? They love it. Like you know, Doctor Doolittle. Okay, Ali. Well, we'll leave you in the town. And what about all those Scots who went to Argentina '78 and married Argentinian women, never came back? So they just popped out for a pint and then they never came. They'll have offspring now. Yeah. Brilliant footballing need to offspring. See some return from those guys. <laughs> yeah, we do. They need to pay Come on, Maradonaki. Yeah, that's yeah. What a player he was. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Andy, we spoke to Ali Ross earlier on. We were chatting about uh, Alexis yeah. McAllister and other players of Scottish ancestry that they could go and pick up from uh, Latin America and elsewhere and uh, he was telling us about this guy Byron Hutchinson who keeps a, a close tabs on uh, players that could qualify for Scotland uh, and uh, he was telling us one about who plays at uh, Athletic Bilbao of course Super Cup winners after the weekend and their player uh, is Spanish born with a Scottish mother he trained with uh, the senior team for the first time uh, recently um, and his name is Ewan Urine uh, Roy Aird so Roy he's, he's not Roy Ayres, not a, yeah, the famous Vibes player. Uh, he is Ewan Aird. What about that? Yeah, right. 
Well, there you go. He could be. He could be a candidate. And I don't know about you, but Thank I you, think Mikel Antonio is one of West Ham's finest players, isn't he? Yeah. He really does make a difference when he doesn't play. We've said this before. They do struggle a bit. But this letter was very strange. His text written to the Daily Star from somebody calling himself Hammer. He said, happy to watch from home rather than swear at Mikel Antonio at the ground. <laughs> as long as he keeps doing the business. I think, what? <laughs> Some of these fans, they don't really know what they're looking at, do they? It's quite incredible, that really. seems very um, strange. Yes, and uh, this woman wrote to the Sun today, Kath Cook. She said, I love Strictly, but I won't be watching if John Burkow is a contestant. You think, no, you will. If you love it, you'll watch it. You just don't, won't enjoy that particular section. You're not going to not watch the whole program, are you? Don't be a ridiculous, woman. And uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? What? I know. What? <laughs> and this one from Paul B. writes to the, te- to the star. He says, why are tennis players allowed to travel when millions of people who have loved ones are Broad can't travel. Disgrace, he says. Well, because they're elite sportsmen and that's allowed. And women. Why, why do you? Why do you yeah, sports. <laughs> well, it's sports. Got real down on women people. today, Andy. No, the, I've never uh, got a down <laughs> on women. Now, <laughs> um, uh, Stuart Weir's been in touch. We're going to have a chat uh, mm. with uh, Mark Halsey shortly. And mm. um, he's told us about this uh, incident uh, in the world of Scottish rugby. He said, Glasgow, this was the uh, Rob Robinson, he's passing on this report. Uh, Full time, Glasgow 23, Edinburgh 22. Bizarre incident award. Nick Groom kicks the ball out, thinking the noise he heard was the half time whistle. It's actually a train hooting its horn. Glasgow win line out, get a penalty, put over the penalty with the last kick of the half to go in one point down. So it was a very distant uh, train horn that he thought was the whistle. Wow, that's you know, that's a bit harsh, isn't it? But I suppose that's the what can <laughs> you do? Just misheard it. What are you going to do? Thank you, Stuart, for alerting us to that. Very odd. It's interesting that uh, Phil Neville's gone now, and uh, I think they're looking for somebody to take over. But they, they missed a trick, the FA. I was watching this uh, coaches documentary on coaches on Netflix. Yeah, I think it's called The Playbook or something like that. And they did. They featured Jill Ellis, the uh, American coach. Yeah, and she really, really wanted the England job when she left America. Mm. But they couldn't, the FA couldn't come up with the money to pay the money that she wanted. Yeah. It was a shame because she would have been a great choice, I think. Well, they got Serena Beegman, haven't they? She's uh, yeah. She was the Dutch coach. She's coming in. She's got the job. She yeah. was, she's been confirmed. She's got the job, oh, but, yeah. you know, I think Jill Ellis would have been a better bet, but there we go. I'm sure that's Never making mind. Serena feel special well, today. Well, <laughs> it's a game of opinions, Andy. It's a game it's of a, opinions. It's a game of exactly. opinions, very much so. <laughs> um, and, uh, yes, anything else? And Sage, the government... Uh, scientific advisors to uh, the government, obviously, um, are still saying that we haven't got a functioning test, trace and isolate system uh, that actually works. And I was thinking if Dido Harding, who's in charge of it, was a football manager, she definitely would have been fired by now. But there there you go. Straight down the line, political (laughs) satire. (laughs) Anyway, I think Andy's off to woman's hour soon. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. We were trying to come up with some TV formats for another striker, this one at um, Lake Norian. Andy, and um, mm. uh, you've come up with a few um, good ones this afternoon. The player we're talking about is Lee Angle. And uh, you've given us Angle in Times. Uh, Lee joins the Times and uh, <laughs> documents his new life as a journalist, says Ed. That's not too really? convoluted. <laughs> Very much so. Um, this is from Paul, the painter in Letchworth. Um, uh, this one is called Right Angle, uh, where Lee sits in for Judge Rinder and deals out his own VAR-based judgment on domestic disputes. OK, fair enough. What's VAR? <laughs> I've got no idea. <laughs> Trying to bring it back to sport there. 
um, Angle or Merkel, which is obviously around the, the German <laughs> Chancellor from Liam. <laughs> And a show where uh, Lee and his teammates have their knees and elbows tapped with a small hammer in reflex angle, says Rev in red. And all I would say is, Rev, <laughs> would you watch a TV show what in which a number program. of Orient players have their <laughs> knees and elbows hit with a hammer? I mean, really, they'd have to be absolutely nothing on. Bring your mate and bring your hammer. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't be much good. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Don't ask me. Here we are. Just don't ask me. It's just normally Andy asking, answering questions. But Max is doing it a couple of days a week at the moment. He'll be back with me you know, tomorrow and Thursday. So um, we're going to attempt to have a, a, a sort of head-to-head in which the person who wasn't in that day gets the first dibs at the question. Hello, Max. How are you? Not bad. It's a quite hellish line, but we will we will continue. Whatever happened to the old technology? But we'll keep, great, we'll keep working it? as we are. Um, I'm so, on the phone. I'm on the phone as well as on the uh, on the computer. That's very so clever. I'm talking into the phone and I'm talking into the machine. Brilliant. Between us, we'll get there. Okay. Right. right. You're going to get the. You weren't here Friday, so you're going to get the first dib at this question. We spoke mm-hmm. to uh, the comedian and uh, former comedian and author Queeve McDonald. Uh, he used. He was the stadium announcer for over a decade at which rugby club in this country it's a, a, a club, a rugby club in England not in Ireland would you, would I'm you gonna like? go Saracens you've gone Saracens Andy what you gone with London Irish oh Andy Jacobs gets that one right well you'd done, expect Andy. him to he Very was well here done. but you should yeah. never take that take <laughs> yeah, that as true. red that mean that's ridiculous Andy. <laughs> uh, Andy on Thursday we, when Max was here you weren't we spoke to the comedian yeah. Arsenal fan Dane Baptiste about his new oh, TV yes. show on the BBC Dang. what's it called oh, God. it's just one word yeah. it's a play on uh, his name it's like oh isn't it something it's not Bane-tastic or Bane Baptiste it's something like that Bane Baptiste Bain I did Tastic. hear the interview, oh, actually, okay. to be honest. I was listening Thanks to the show. Um, so I was. <laughs> yeah. Max, what do you think it was? Uh, it's it's uh, Andy has helped me there, but it's Bamus. Bamus. Oh, you were Bamus. so close. One all. Okay, uh, back to Andy, who was here um, on Wednesday. We spoke to the tallest outfield player in uh, the English oh, game. Yeah. First name, Kyle. Second name, it's something you really shouldn't be doing at the moment in, uh, in the world of... Oh, blimey. Hudlin. Oh, Hudlin. You never even got a chance there, Max. He was... Sorry, uh, wasn't that my question? It. I thought that was my question. Yeah, oh, sorry, it was your... Co- yeah, Andy, <laughs> that's true, yeah. We need Jeff Peters. Andy's cheating. <laughs> we don't need Jeff Peters. We need you to just stop <laughs> shouting out answers. What was the answer then, Max? Carl, what? Um, do you know, I wouldn't have got it, but I did listen to it. I thought he sounded very level-headed, and then he said he wanted to play, win the World Cup. I well, fair play. He <laughs> played for Solly Hold, didn't he? Do yeah, that's right, right, yeah. Carl Hudlin you're going with, yes? Exactly, yes. Congratulations, 2-1. Fair back. enough. You would, uh, you would have got that. Uh, okay, uh, uh, Andy, on uh, Tuesday, you're going to have a go at this one. Uh, no, it's who's having a, I'm, I'm getting yeah, confused. Yeah, it's me, it's me, it's me. I was there. It's me Andy first. Then, um, then we spoke to a bloke about uh, light-up shoelaces uh, that might be used uh, in the world of sports. Uh, they yeah. light up at night and stop you getting run over, which is great. But the Marvelous. bloke who's developed them was Dr. Charles, and his surname was, uh, was quite apt, considering what he was talking about. Oh. Laces in trainers. What was his name? Oh. Dr. Charles... Island. Oh, no. Dr. Charles Island? <laughs> Island. Island. Oh, Island. <laughs> Doc, doc. That's not a surname, Islet, is it? Um, what, Mark Islet, the bowler? I've got Mark Islet spelled. That's fair enough, yeah. Mark Islet. Come on, let's have your training shoe-based cricketers. 08717. What do you think it was, Max? Oh, 
I know what you mean. It's like, it's like Mr. Charles. We're running out of time. Walker, Charles Walker, Footer, Walker not Walker. Footer. Footer. Um, and uh, finally, on Monday, uh, yeah, yeah. We, which we spoke to Nick Sarula. Which team does he play for? Uh, Crawley. Crawley, yeah, he got that one. I think that I was a draw, that. wasn't it? A draw? Oh, well, I knew draw, that. Yeah. But they're yeah. honourable yeah. draw. Max, I, I, I didn't really keep up with the rules then. I was in charge of it. Uh, Andy, we'll see you Wednesday. And uh, Max, see you tomorrow. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. We'll, uh, myself and Max actually will be back tomorrow, as you heard. So uh, Andy will be back on Wednesday. So if you can listen in tomorrow, We'd appreciate it, but thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.